this is Sin Banks. The very sober John Holiday. <laughs> and you're listening to another episode of Black Audacity, the podcast for black people mm. and the supporters of black people. Mm. All right. Thanks for tuning in to another non-chaotic episode. <laughs> We're going to try. We got we kind of got it together this week. Um, unfortunately, we will be discussing something that's very near. Just a trigger warning? Yeah, a little bit. It is a trigger warning. We'll be talking about something that we have to deal with as black Americans, as black millennials, is black trauma. And the way it's displayed in the media all around the world so in the last week or so um, since our last recording there have been several events that have occurred that have been black trauma mm-hmm. you know they finally let us out the house <laughs> the world is opening up again and police officers around this country have decided to go back to the same bullshit that they did this time last year Hey, Mr. Big. Oh, yeah. All within the time of the Derek Chauvin trial, where even after we saw this man put his hands in his pockets and keep his knee in full body weight on the late George Floyd, we're having to watch the trial. You know, it's in the United States. A fair trial is supposed to happen. Same due process. And yeah, all, right? due process. <laughs> yes. all, <laughs> all of that is going on, and yet... We're still seeing the same images, and now mm. they're more brutal. Mm. And if you remember this time last year, we protested, we rioted, we went out on the streets. And by we, I do mean probably the most of the people that are listening. Um, me and Holiday did as well. We didn't riot. I thought about it, <laughs> but I wasn't feeling great. Uh, had some other issues going on. I got priors. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> priors, you got courage. <laughs> Flashback. Yeah, we'll go ahead. No. Um, and we're, we're reliving this all over again in a very short period of time. We had a whole pandemic. Mm. Then we had an uprising. Then we had the pandemic again. Mm. And we're still going through the same thing, which is black trauma. And the media... And not just the news. I mean the media in general, social mm-hmm. media, uh, the CNN, NBC, ABC, Prime Video. I'm going to get into that later with the show Them. Black trauma <laughs> is being displayed in a way. Sensationalized in a way. Do you, do you feel? Yeah, I feel sensationalized. It's being sensationalized while they're romanticizing black history. All mm. in the same breath. <laughs> And if you pay attention, that's a good dichotomy. Yeah. If you're paying attention and if you're not at this point, I can't blame you. It's so much easier. Like, I can't blame you. If you couldn't tell, even last week, a lot of this shit happened last week. We just can't deal with it. I was just talking to a friend of ours and I was saying, like, um, yeah, I need to be more aware and vigilant because it's like so much stuff going on to it. It's like, you know what? I just want to be oblivious to this and not even realizing I'm being triggered by some of this stuff. And I know every time somebody get killed, uh, um, hassled, arrest, it's like I go to this state. Like just me personally, like I see it, then it's like 
it's like you don't want to fuck with nobody for like two, three days. And on a personal level, and I'm pretty sure this affects, you know, most of all black it's people. Just, it's the same and effect. It's, and it's crazy. It's the same effect with watching Rosewood or watching <laughs> Malcolm X. It's the same thing. If you're one of those type of people, me and Holiday have both acknowledged that we're definitely those type of people. Mm-hmm. We can't watch those movies and then try to go out mm-hmm. in public the next day. Yeah. It's now, not, I understand people it, that can't. It's just... A, a lot of that shit ain't even just a movie. It's, it's based on It's real a historical stuff. reenactment. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so much trauma as a part of our history. I know people are going to say every culture has that. Yeah, not quite like ours. Mm-hmm. You know, people love to say that POCs are uh, all getting the same flag. It's entirely different. And I shout out to other people of color who we have a couple in our group, as a matter of fact, who mm-hmm. who are Asian, who are going through their own their own issues right mm-hmm. now within their race uh, and within the different races that were within the Asian community that have that. But they're even they have said and spoken out and mm-hmm. said, you know what? Yes, we're people of color. We're not white. Because that's all POC means. We're not mm-hmm. white. We're not white Americans. We're people of color. We have another region, a homeland in which we derive from. Um, they're saying, hey, black people got a totally different fight. <laughs> and a lot of it, and I appreciate it, a lot of it is that what they're saying is is that yes they have the same you know we're having struggles with white people acting fucking nuts like that's always gonna be yeah yeah however black people got a totally different struggle than the rest of us do because (laughs) we don't black people don't have a calvary so to speak like in um in um we don't have a home that's what i mean by calvary Uh, so like with uh i was a great this is why we talk (laughs) because it's like in 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 other communities it's it's only so much you can do as an american to to different uh people of different communities it's only say if the police were just flipping out and just started shooting a bunch of chinese people it's only so many chinese chinese people you can kill before china gets on the phone with the president you know uh, it's only so many Mexican people you can kill before. Y'all can't see it, but I'm shaking my hair like hella yeah, green right now. I mean, because basically that's what it is. We don't have a cavalry. They know nobody's coming to save us. So it's kind of like. Uh, and then arrest us for revolting. Mm. Kill us for revolting against I it. mean, take yourself out of it being in the confines of, 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 you know, modernity. When you look back in the history of how people got down we're living in in that same same in that um same kind of uh, atmosphere mm-hmm. to where you you are people gained independence but you're still not in your country of origin so you still look down upon that it happened in every other civilization every other and every revolution and it's happening now but again we're victims of modernity we don't see it like that we're just thinking oh nah, 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 nah. but a hundred years from now they're gonna look back you're, you're in my head again. Stay in my head. That was gonna be my next okay, statement. Got it, got it, got it. I was gonna say in a hundred years, what's gonna fuck around and happen? We might not be able to see it. It might not be a hundred years. Not the way the U.S. is going, but a hundred years, it's gonna be black people who are gonna take over the South, and then the South will no longer be a part of the United States. You know what? I actually heard somebody postulate that a few years ago. Atlanta, uh, I mean Georgia, Florida, te- that should just all be another country, and then just like look. 
Well, you're not gonna like us. <laughs> you don't like us. It's not. It's not gonna happen. You're so gonna, just give us this piece of land and leave us the fuck alone. That's what's gonna, and that's eventually was. It's not gonna be given. It's gonna be taken. Mm. And I do, I do see that happening. Um, I won't be here to go with you in the revolution. I'm very upset about that. Um, hopefully, cryogenics get good in the next oh, seventy no, years. Fuck all that. Let me go when it's time for me to go. <laughs> I don't want to hang sh- around this bitch. That's true. <laughs> you make a very good point. No, I don't want to hang around this. People bitch. be talking about retirement, and I be like, I don't plan on living that long. Like, Let me spend this money now. Now, nigga. <laughs> but don't that don't listen. Dark don't listen to us. Um, please, ooh, please. I'm off my meds anyway. <laughs> I was watching American Dad anyway. <laughs> I'm dealing with a real life Roger all the time. Almost built like him too. I oh my god! <laughs> but back to black trauma. Um, that's one of the things too that are really is really big in black trauma. We take mm. our trauma and we make it into comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that was the uh, uh, a rebuttal I had because uh, I I was talking to a friend of ours on this subject because I wanted some insight. And verbatim, what I said is black people go through shit, then we make jokes because that's the only way we know how to get through it. Uh, we get mad if other people make jokes about it now. Don't don't, don't you uh, be off the cuff with the shit. But I don't know where that stems from. Like, uh, just whatever. We will, we, yeah, we're going to make jokes about it, make a song about it. <laughs> but that's how we get through it. I don't know. I don't know how else you're supposed to do it. We make. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. Is it is it can't be good nor bad. It is what it is. So talk about spe- specifically um, the incident with the young man in the community uh, with the drill sergeant. Oh, you know what? I can't remember his name. Me neither. I don't know why. It's again. It's been a lot of shit going on. But I was gonna ask you like, what, what, what? How did? How did that make you feel? <laughs> it made me feel a particular way because that shit has happened to me before. I was going to mm. a friend's house in what was considered, quote unquote, an upscale part mm-hmm. of our of our town. I'm glad you said that. And I was, you know, riding around in my little SUV. The door was crooked and shit. Minding my own business. And I go and park and I'm getting out. And there's a gated community on the other side. They didn't happen to live in this gated community, but they were in the houses surrounding it. The security officer from the gated community comes out and asks me, is there someone you're visiting here? Mm. Mind you, again, this person's house is away from the gated community. It's not inside the gate. And I was like 25, 26 at the time. And I said, yeah, um, I'm going to my friend's party. Can I see some ID? Now, this gentleman didn't know that I was part of a law enforcement family. And when I said no, because you're not a real officer, I don't have to show you a goddamn thing. He was like, well, I'm going to be calling somebody. And I told told him very clearly, you can call somebody. I'm going to the house. So I walk up to the house. They let me in or whatever. And about 20 minutes later, officer showed up. Police showed up mm. to the house. So we already had a disturbance outside. <laughs> and it's so funny how that how that little exchange constitutes I, as a disturbance. It, as loud as I am right now, that's as loud as I was with this quote unquote security officer. Now oh, he, I believe it. I believe it. You know, and it was just like, 
And then, of course, I had braids because I've always had braids. This is like that's my signature look. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I had my braids in my hair and they, you know, literally just minding my black, black ass, ass business. I had no no incidents, no, no nothing. I did have some priors, but nothing that nothing that would have if i would have been white they wouldn't have thought twice about it they would have mm-hmm. just let me go yes i was the only black person at the party and it that video of watching that and i apologize for not knowing the young man's name i do appreciate the black people that showed up on the fucking drill sergeant's lawn and was like nah that's not gonna happen it was in south carolina wasn't it not north carolina south carolina i forget I, it was in one of the carolinas <clears throat> It, it, I was off, uh, it was off putting to me, so I really didn't delve into it. Because, like you, I have similar experiences. It, it really, when I saw him grab him, it triggered me, mm-hmm. and it was just, it was just that moment. And it's like we all have that. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's, and this is exactly why, and this may sound fucked up too. Exactly why I don't go to parties work now, where I'm the only black person. If if I, I don't show care up, where it is, when I was younger, I would show me like I don't feel comfortable. We'd be like, oh. School, but they wouldn't understand. Uh, so to piggyback what you said, I well, you said you had that experience. I, I believe it's like 90% of us that had that experience like that, and I think that's why the reaction was like that because I think everybody's seen it like that's happened to me, that's happened to me. But another point I was trying to make is when it, when it happens to, to, to men, to young men, it's always young young men it's always boys like these niggas don't never i wish you would have told a grown man that what are you doing like you always doing it to young like and me personally every took all my racial experiences i had in life that i dealt with racism all happened before the age of like 17 mm-hmm. after i become a, an adult it's like no they, nobody fuck with me Personally, they'll call the cops in a second, and then they're talking about disturbance. Like, you not agreeing with them becomes a distur- disturbance. That hasn't happened to me before. Like, you call the cops, like, no, like, it's not a disturbance. I just didn't do what he said to do. That's not a disturbance. <laughs> and this is the fucked up part. This is something that we've mentioned before on this show, and I'll mention it every time I can. Not complying with the police officer does not mean that you need to die. There, there's nothing. We have laws in place that determine what are the applicable charges for a crime. Mm-hmm. Getting shot by one of you motherfuckers when I'm unarmed is not one of the things. I, I, I bring them up all the time too. But I'll bring up a story of my dad. My dad was six six, two ninety, dark as night, pure chocolate, right? Mm-hmm. Biggest nigga I ever knew, personally. <laughs> so. Um, he was a retired law enforcement. He was going to the range to recertify it for his uh, concealed weapons permit. He was driving down the road. He saw, a, 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 I believe it was a sheriff's car. He worked around the same department. He told him, hey, what's up? And drove off. The motherfucker pulled my daddy over. Mm. One of his co-workers who was also... Um, recertifying that day or former co-workers who was a white woman she pulled up and yelled out racial profiling gave took, him hell huh took her camera out and waited <laughs> took her took or her phone i should say took her phone out and waited 
and he was and he told he asked uh, first thing do you have any uh any warrants mm-hmm. now the range <laughs> the range that they were leaving from is specifically uh, for law enforcement you can't get on yeah. there without a badge yeah didn't make a difference and they were gonna if it wasn't for um betty that was her name betty sitting there um, he would have tried to take my dad to jail yeah. for having a for having an armed weapon on him, even though, and he may it. he may not have made it home. That's our trauma, and that wasn't the first time that happened to my dad, but that was the first time it happened post retirement, post all these accolades and all this other bullshit. That's what so t- it means nothing. That's why the taser shit is crazy to me because I've been tased by I've the been police tased too, and it's crazy because it's like. Do they really be free, uh, do they really be mixing up their gun with their taxes? Cause I show should have got shot. Could have not should have. I'm sorry, cause I'm not trying to say. Um, but I show could have got shot in the back if it's that simple. Look, I've been shot with one of them beanbag guns. That shit hurts. That looked mm. a bruise on my and ass. That's what I don't understand either. Like I'm not against uh, subduing the person you feel you need to arrest. Niggas ain't gotta die every damn time though. Like if <laughs> And for the people to be like, Oh, it's you know, they were doing this and they were doing that. Shut it's up. been men it's been black men. Black they were men but they were kids. Because I always say anybody under thirty is a kid. <laughs> they have been killed because this um boy Dante Wright, he was killed because of the air freshener. Oh mm. he had he had prior convictions doesn't make a difference he didn't need to die you had um that boy who this was not an officer this was just a random white man because the music was too loud he mm. was killed philando castile who cooperated cooperated what philando always breaks my heart yeah. that, that was the one that trayvon that, was bad enough baby was in that car, yeah. they didn't give a fuck about that baby yeah and shot him didn't shoot him once, didn't shoot him twice. Now that now that what just happened, you you perpetrated more black trauma. This little baby ain't gonna forget that. That's gonna be a generation's worth of pain. And then again, we're talking to okay, Duante. I don't know what the fuck is going on in Minnesota. Minnesota is the state of Prince. Mm. But can we talk about it? What is going on? What the fuck uh, is going on in Minnesota? Effie, uh, 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 I posted, burn it down, Minnesota, because <laughs> Minnesota tripping. Minnesota, I didn't know. I was not aware until the last couple of years that there was a lot of niggas in Wisconsin, too. Oh, um, shit. Nigga, I, had, I had no idea. Exactly. Wisconsin and Connecticut is, like, full of black people. Wow. And again, I'm from California. I ain't really been to the East Coast like that, so I wouldn't know. But, yeah, there's so a lot. I'm pack a friend. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but I, I never had no intention of going to Wisconsin or Minnesota. But now. You just might? No, hell no. Oh, you definitely not. I'm definitely not. It's going on the list of states with the A's. Because, you know, I don't fuck with Alabama, Arizona, Alaska, all that shit. Anyways. Alaska's cool. Fuck Alaska. <laughs> they can burn that shit down, too. Uh, <laughs> I, no, this is, those are states I don't care so, for their history uh, with people of color. Still going into black trauma. How do you, with black trauma, so going through your day-to-day, like... Does it ever get any easier, any different? Like, again, we see Trayvon Martin. We have attitude. Not attitude. I'm not uh, downplaying it for a week. Then we see Philando Castile. Then we see Tamar Rice. So, does it ever dissipate or just always like... 
I'm always on edge. Yeah, okay. Alright. And I think a lot I of feel you. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I think a lot of us <laughs> feel that way. I, I remember years ago Chris Rock, uh stand up said, you know, if Regis Philbin, I'm on uh Regis and Kelly and Regis Philbin was like, You dirty nigga or something like that, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. So I'm never surprised by any of this shit. Mm-hmm. Nothing about this surprises me whatsoever. What surprises me is people being surprised about it. Mm. But do I feel it mm. each time? Yes. What surprises me how it's just become, or not even become, or just accepted as just a part of of life. That's where my trauma comes from. It's, it would not be aberrant for me to be killed by the police. That would not be a... It wouldn't be average. It'd be like... Uh, well, or if you were locked up and you mysteriously died and nobody investigated it. Like... And we... It'd be sad, unfortunate, but wouldn't nobody... We gotta get to the bottom of this. Like... And I tell people this, and, I'm, and I don't care who it offends because I'm not saying it to be offensive. <laughs> because, you know, it was sad that it happened. But I was like... Uh, America ain't rested since John Benet Ramsey died. They ain't found her killer. And America been mad... For years, we see the niggas kill us. <laughs> I, they had John Bonet on the magazine last month, and they were like, I was, New but, investigation And re-opened. I'm saying that the show, motherfuckers they, care. Motherfuckers care. They care. This shit need to get figured out. I mean, all these cold case files. That boy was killed in the gym, and his body rolled up in the mat, and they deemed it suicide. That's the shit that we're talking about. Yes, we know Ray Ray, and, um, John, are out here. <laughs> just throw me under the bus I'm like that. Because she looked right at me. Yeah, I sure did. You I can't think another of another name. name. Ray okay. Ray and Bubba. Oh, we know Ray Ray and Bubba out there shooting and selling drugs or whatever. And they're, you know, being like Franklin from Snowfall and being a problem within the community. Guess what? They're going to get dealt with. The motherfuckers going to jail. They're mm-hmm. not going to be on the street. And in some way, this is the problem, too. As much as they kill the black community, they then create a new black community. That's how most of these black communities in California got started and they're still mm-hmm. holding on, including one right here in Fresno. But I digress. So, y'all, so bring it all back to trauma. So, it's, I think all of that, the aggression, is a direct correlation. It, and it's... It, and it's, and it's it, me as a male... And then you want to be mad and say... Mm-hmm. And by you, I mean... White people <laughs> and Hispanic people who don't who remove themselves from anything, they say, "Why are you so angry? Why do you sound so angry? And why is everything?" Not only do you are we not your perception of angry. Like, just think of somebody who was in a bipolar episode. It was in a manic depressive episode. But imagine having to be that for the majority of your adult life. And mm. not even your adult life. From teenage years until you leave this motherfucker, mm. you are dealing with manic episodes. Episode, uh, and you're manic. not able to express that. You're going through catonic shit I, on your psyche. It's I ridiculous. said that watching some of these videos. Like, this, this motherfucker manic. Why ain't nobody... Y'all just worried about, well, you know, it's like, I can see this person is, yeah, you're incoherent. Like, just saying, like, you're scared. You're having a reaction. Like, why isn't the situation always to just calm, like, 
calm, just calm down. Just calm down. Why can't everybody just calm down? And because you can say that, oh, my ancestors didn't do that, or my da 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 da. Y'all don't even listen to that. But this is the thing: you still keep that same fear in your heart that your ancestors did that we were going to revolt and end up hurting Mm -hmm. you. So you keep that, and then you put us in a perpetual state of fear because you're afraid of the unknown. Because karma's a bitch. Mm. Plain and simple. I, I hate that. I hate, oh, my ancestors didn't do this. Uh, my ancestors did this. I've never, I never uh, had slaves. Like, nigga, are you smoking crack? Like, that's not what we're saying. You, that was an ER. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's the other white nigga. <laughs> like, yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. <sighs> but... It, it's really like what the fuck are I, you I, even saying yeah I, I don't i don't i don't like that i don't like that because it's you, you like you you're that blind like we all had the same chances no again we did not have the same chances and again that's when i just leave uh john has left the chat because, because it's like because the playing feels not even yeah. we talk about this all the time it's 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 equal mm-hmm it's identical, it's not equal. Identical, not equal, thank you. I don't know, I had a brain fart there. But it's true. It's identical. Yes, you have the same thing, you start off the same way, born in the same hospital, same country, same state, go through the same different things. I got motherfuckers I went to college with who I had better grades than because I was writing their papers for them. They got job offers mm-hmm. right out the gate for like sixty to eighty thousand dollars, and we're talking like at 23, 24 years old. Mm-hmm. I was working at Alorica. Mm. One of get, these things are not like, right, and it was like I had connections, I knew people, and everything else, and so, anyways, to say all of that, I was going to ask, we're, we're full of trauma, and uh, it doesn't so, end. So, how do you feel black trauma affects? In, in, in the household. So taking this out outside trauma. Because I have my thoughts on it. So when the outside trauma. That you know you got to deal with in the world. Because I said. A, a black person don't go through the day unscathed. We don't make it through the day unscathed. I don't care. This could be a microaggression. Even though people could be like. Oh, just shrug it off. Don't be sensitive. It, it, accumulates. Yep. it accumulates. And then. And I can only speak from a male perspective. Yes we're prideful. So when I know. I should have just knocked the motherfucker out, but I had to be like, you know what? Like, and, and you're just, single. <laughs> and what I mean is that you don't have no kids to worry about. Like, I could just go to jail. I could just do that. Look, but, I know uh, that sounds crazy, but that's uh, a real thing. People have to put, like, yeah. I got kids. I got to take care of. They're not going to be able to eat without me. Well, Some people do. Some I people. don't. It's just, I'm not going to be able to eat without me. <laughs> so if I go to jail, I'm just that's in that. Food. Yeah, I'm just in that bitch. But um, no, the the point I was uh, making to a friend, because we were, we were talking about him, like, I'm not making excuses. And I know it's been, you know, reiterated time and time again but you get home in your personal life and you may you may be aggressive towards the person that you're there with like your spouse your partner but they've been they had a whole day of being black too <laughs> so y'all both come home both mad and then you just take it on on each other instead of just and now because of black trauma we don't know how to be vulnerable with each other instead of just coming being look, look, babe, this happened to me today. I don't know how it makes me feel. And then, and it goes back to the identical but not equal situation because what a black man goes through and what a black woman goes through are two totally different things. Um, but they're the same. I think they're equal but not identical. 
Mm. Are identical and not equal. Because we both go through shit. Because I think it's, it's over the aesthetic. A lot of times, black people, a lot of our trauma and then a lot of our self-hate mm-hmm. comes from our overall aesthetic of just mm-hmm. being black. Just Yeah, exactly. Of just being black. From At, your hair to what you wear. To... to to even your voice inflections yeah everything about your aesthetic is what fucking bothers people of a different race so and it's just living that's what's funny you, i can't even speak without you're somebody not saying doing something. anything special like, you don't have to even you can be quiet as a mouse you can be as loud as a fucking if you quiet you got thunder. attitude if you loud you, you it, ghetto yeah like can i just exist and that's <laughs> that's where it's equal at but it's not identical because the treatment is come. Yeah, okay, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree. With you. So, I think when a black woman goes through, a black man does not, and vice versa, what a black man goes through, a black woman does exactly not. because we're not men, so mm-hmm. we don't have this this makeup of what we're supposed to be mm-hmm. as men. But as women, we're in a fucking league of our own. Mm-hmm. I, you, you can say whatever you want. I don't give a fuck. And by a league of our own, I mean there's no other race. There's not another race that has to deal with the what a black woman has to do deal with without a fucking doubt. And I don't care. I mean, like if you're in the United States, if you're in London, if you're anywhere, if you're a first generation um, African in one of these countries, whatever, we are in a fucking league of our own. There is nothing that is in comparison or similar from our fucking bodies to the to the way that we're supposed to look to anything we live a totally different life a white woman cannot live three days as a black woman 24 hours might be pushing it (laughs) and then that's just not saying that's any doing anything militant or super black you just couldn't deal with just being and i say that with so much passion because i don't think people get it we are in a league of our own because if you're any other race you can pretty much blend in Mm-hmm. And nobody going yeah even if you're Asian because they're gonna be like oh you're Asian it's fun and then, you know they laugh about it and it's cool but your hair doesn't change textures. A, uh, well, not just Asians but the to you know solidify your point. Everybody else has their own um, I don't want to say community but somewhat infrastructure they can rely on mm-hmm. to where like you said the Calvary the Calvary yes. they have their Calvary so something that, so when white people get around. <laughs> people of these different ethnicities and races they're like oh i'm gaining experience or i have an asian friend i'm asian now and all that type of shit but you can't do that with black people <sighs> oh my gosh because i was hanging out with sin and it was just so lit like no it wasn't yeah. we went to teasers <laughs> calm the fuck down we like, watched the magnolias <laughs> yeah, we, didn't, we didn't do anything that was lit do you mean because you heard rap music yeah. i was playing the hamilton soundtrack yeah calm yeah see calm down that's why sometimes i'll be like my friends of different races, like John, like make me tired. Y'all just want like, and I'm not saying like don't even like. I'm not saying that. I'm saying sometimes you could tell because it's kind of like they it, want something. Oh, because you'll bring that that uh, yeah, Negro flavor, yeah, that yeah. Cajun seasoning. Like when I said about the the music, if I get in your car, you switched all your rap when you wasn't listening to that. Please, you, please don't do that. It's okay. Like, oh, dude, have you heard the new Pooh Shiesty Poohoo? <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> Why are you gonna say nigga? <laughs> yeah, that's universal. Uh, so, so bringing it back to the to, to the house because this is something that I think is very detrimental, and it 
black trauma needs to not be eradicated because it's not like something, you know, but it needs to be worked on because this is, it's really messing up black love and black love is, I'm going to always say that's important because that's, and I mean like when I say black love, I mean loving yourself, you know what I mean? As Dr. Rick said, like you, that shit starts at home. Mm -hmm. So I can't like. Me not loving myself is why I'm mean to you, you know, because you represent me. So I got to be mean to you when I get home instead of us just being like the world don't really love us. Why are these niggas? Why are these people so angry with us? I would Mm. love a relationship like that. Yeah, like I love you. Like just and people say I love you all the time, but like imagine being in a relationship with your and you you guys just be like, look, I love you because. Cause it is, cause of that. Like the world don't give a fuck about you, but I just need you to know. I need, like you're important to you're me important in this moment. Exactly. Yes. But well, people, we don't do that. You know what? I don't think so. I because we're know. fucking stupid. Like okay. let's, it's all about pride, and I will put my. Am I wrong though? No, you're okay. not. Because I need some insight. I'll be the first one to say I'm stupid. I have a. <laughs> I am stupid when it comes to like real relationships, not yeah. fucking around, but real relationships. I because I have such an ego problem, mm. but because I've been hurt as a trauma, bl- I've been hurt as a black woman. I feel you. So your ego stems from your trauma, exactly, and it and it, it shows. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm not. If I show you any vulnerability, I'm gonna regret the fuck out of that. Doesn't. I do that with my friends. I'm yeah, young. yeah, and I and I and I think that's an issue, and I think that's part of the. And I need, and but I recognize, unlike some people, I recognize I need healing. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna take some time. That shit's not overnight. Yeah. It's not like I a, agree. How did what is it when it's sped up in a sitcom? Montage. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> a black a, trauma montage. <laughs> yeah, it's not a black. Tra- it's not a black trauma montage. You just don't like you know. It's not going to the gym and all of a sudden having lemongrass lotion mm. and burning. Uh, Same. I'll a, listen. Pa- a pal- I'll listen. Palo Santo because I have Santo been not in a good mood. And sage. <laughs> and it's not you know no crystals in your bra. Like it's. It takes time. And, uh, and am I healed? No. But am I in the process of healing? Very much so. Because the first part is recognizing it. And that's something that we do not do. We say that we re- we recognize it as black trauma. But it's like, nigga, life happens. Because that's... Exactly. That's, that's my... That's my... Uh, that's like. been what we have been expected to, to do. Mm-hmm. From slavery. Since we've been in these here yeah. United States. That's what you're going to do about Verbatim, it. Verbatim. That was the... The conversation I had in preparation for this, I was like, I don't even know if it's black trauma. Like, shit happens. Like, well, don't nobody give a fuck. Like, Cause you're, instead of just being like. Because it that's how you keep going. Yeah. You can't yeah. fuck with some, And it, it makes sense because you can't fuck with somebody's philosophy mm-hmm. about how they continue to live their life. Mm-hmm. But if you see somebody hurting or if you know you're hurting inside. There's nothing wrong with going to go get that healing. And yeah. we as a community. Last year was the first a cracking on our healing that I, re- I i see where it's going and i love it i will say that it's getting i hope we can just this shit is getting stronger because even let's talk about black twitter for a minute i always like to bring them up for any and everything why we don't have our own separate app i don't know because we could say goodbye to regular twitter and it could literally mm. be black twitter and would take over our blitter i don't know some shit like that but homeboy <laughs> just giving out the I know, just trade secrets golden goose again i'm stupid um but oh boy that we were talking about last week uh from north carolina oh yeah uh, herbert yeah the coach yeah the coach. the coach so 
we clowned them, we dragged them. Then white people wanted to get on the fun. This is not for you. This is. That's and that was another reason why I was like he shouldn't have got. But now it's kitchen talk. It's kitchen talk, and now I'm listening. Now recontextualizing that with the events over the past couple of weeks, I feel a little indifferent because I feel at this point, and this this can come out however this can sound ever it's gonna sound, but I feel at this point with all the issues going on within the black community, if you're somebody that the media is focusing on for anything, I think all that time should be used for whatever it's for, but you you need to stay on topic. Like, not not saying you have to get up there and talk about police shootings, but you need to, you, because it's the only way they're going to uh, 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 treat us, us right or uh, take us seriously. They're yeah, never gonna treat us, treat us quote right, unquote but, right. But, but at least take us seriously. If you think, because that's what happened last summer. Let's just go ahead and be honest. That's what happened last year. Literally this time last year, we said fuck it. You couldn't talk to black people on. No. I don't know. It was if you were watching the View, if you were watching the talk, you were watching CNN, or if you were ABC, whoever, you couldn't ask a black person about shit else except what was going on right here, and in every last one of and, them. And, I, and, I, and, it, and I'm with that. It was not a. It was not a. Oh, they shouldn't be doing this. It was a few sprinkles. I'm not gonna say it was completely. It was a few sprinkles of people being concerned. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's like a motorcycle. Either that or the helicopters. Who mm, that look at my window? But okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not editing that. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> no, but you had everybody. It was like it was literally the coalition. Mm-hmm. It was literally that moment. It was like, nah, dog, we ain't here for it. Yeah. And if you was a nigga who was coming against the movement, oh, you yeah. weren't even getting schooled at this point. You were getting stopped. Mm-hmm. We're gonna cut off your money. It's like that, uh, Marshawn Lynch. Uh, you know why I'm here. Like, don't ask me shit else. It was, you know why I'm here. It, it was, and this is, you know, we still had Trump last year. Again, mm-hmm. we just, we just don't hear about him anymore. It's so crazy. But oh, that, we, we had that. Trump in the Not pandemic. The we had all of this going on, and it, it was this whole pandemic, and people were dying. Our mm-hmm. people were dying at very high numbers, like always. <laughs> we get like, oh, they weren't following the- you know shut the fuck <laughs> there's a part of me though that doesn't quite believe that we're gonna come to that too i don't think black people i think those numbers were skewed i don't think they were actually correct mm. i think we did lose a significant amount of people from COVID, and i'm you know i don't take that away from it i know more people who have died from COVID recently than i did at the height mm-hmm. of the pandemic um Anyways, but that's a different show. I'm not sure. I feel like that was maybe a ploy. And I'm not big on black conspiracy theories. I try to avoid them as much as possible. But that one, I don't think. Because we was partying like a motherfucking last summer. (laughs) I wasn't. Yes, you were. I got the videos to prove it. I will post them. Don't make make this work. Oh, I was either here or at home. Hey, we we had a crowd full. We oh, were, yeah, you niggas. Yeah, we was partying. You niggas. Are you going to talk about... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. I was going to ask you talking about them because I ain't seen it. But I want to make a comparison between the the, the, the horror aspect because dealing with trauma, it's... it's um. Uh, I love uh, Jordan. And I love how, like, how he opened up his door for black horror movies with the... You know, it's got the the 
the underlying, you know, white people are our biggest, you know, terror. But it's not full that. There's some other aspects to it. Them does not have that. I was highly disappointed. Mm-hmm. I was referred to watch this show. I don't even think I was referred to. I think they just mentioned it. They just mentioned it. I was like, I, I do a podcast. I watched the previews and I was like, that ain't funny. I didn't even watch <laughs> See, I was thinking, I didn't even watch the previews. This was this was my fault. Um, I was like, oh, okay. I'll watch it because I, I do a weekly podcast. I need to know about need shit. Stuff. Yes, yes, yeah. I ain't never been so mad watching a TV show in my entire life. Um, it's horror. It's, it's trauma porn is what it is. And at this time in America with it's just in bad who taste. Who really likes that though? Uh, there's people who enjoy I know a lot of people do like because a they, lot of people love to I, it's just weird. Shit I don't know because I watch. I be watching Cold Case Files too all the time. Well, not that, uh, but something just with black trauma. Because the fifth episode was enough to stop me. There, I'm because this is a trigger warning. Y'all can watch it on your own. You can read about it. I'm, I don't. Alerts. I don't even. No, I'm not going. I'm not going to go into details with it. But the fifth episode was a fucking enough. I was really done. The first episode I was like, oh, these are some. We got some great lighting. <laughs> black people look great. Creepy white people. Because that's always the first day. Like that's the first thing I look at. That. <laughs> what the, who on. did who did this wig? Y'all like you can see they eyes. This weave is, is great. Like I felt about old girl off of um, uh, Umbrella Academy. The V Diggs oh, girlfriend. Oh yeah, yeah. The mention. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm like, what is wrong with her? That both seasons. Uh, her hair was terrible. I liked her in the second, not the first. I, the first season. Well, maybe I'm because about, I liked her character better. I liked her hair. I just, I'm talking better. about her actual the hair that they but chose. But it was first. supposed to look like a wig. It in was the trash. 60s. Okay, it was I like trash. it. Okay, okay. Either Allison. way. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, Allison. Drop that zero. Get with a hero. <laughs> Not like the V digs. I don't no. know what I can. And I'm sober, so, so this dumb. might just be me. Just <laughs> <laughs> don't watch them. That's this pretty much. It's black. A produce is black written. Don't watch it. I don't. I don't suggest it. I I, I don't know if we're still trying to go off from the the shock value, uh, or if we still believe that people just aren't aware of the atrocities or what happened it's just simple and i say atrocities in, in small numbers just simple as like churches being burnt and little and little black girls dying that's f- fucked up enough we don't need anything extra yeah yeah you can't be like oh you're not let, gonna make it scarier let, than what really happened exactly you can't be like oh i don't want to see any more movies about slavery and about our oppression and then have some shit like that yeah yeah like what? At least that shit is historical. Like if you do some stuff like slavery, you gonna have to make it like Django or something like that. Like I don't mind the time setting. I there was a lot more slave riots and uprisings mm-hmm. than are usually mentioned. Mm-hmm. People would have to go and research and read. But what have I said a million times before? People don't read. People don't read. It's plenty. They there could be a whole. A miniseries or a movie dedicated mm. to the Haitian uprising, mm-hmm. Haitian Independence Day. Nigerian Independence Day is a pretty cool story too. But then you had the Nigerian Civil War. Mm-hmm. Haitian, because they still, they still got shit going on. But that would be focus on some shit like that. Saying, I love in, the in, success in, stories. I love in movies how they um revision um revisionist history movies. I, I, I 
actually don't mind that, like Braveheart. Wasn't nothing factually accurate in Braveheart, but I liked the movie. Uh, Gladiator. It wasn't based on nobody, but it's based on the times. But even that, yeah, it was was slightly based on real events. Like we could do some stuff like that, and and people wasn't Harriet Tubman a vampire slayer. Didn't no, they had Abraham Lincoln vampire slayer. I could have sworn, and I loved it. Uh, and Harriet Tubman wasn't in there, but it was a, um, it was a black slave in there. No, I'm saying though, I thought it was like, am I tripping? Did I make that up? No, there's like an actual thing where Harriet Tubman was like killing people. Continue You're talking. talking about I'm gonna in go. A movie? I don't know if it was. A, keep talking. Oh, they had like a comic book, something Me? like like a graphic novel, but she was like no vampire slayer. But it did have something to do with like some. I think I know what you're talking about. It was like a graphic novel, um, but it had slaves, and I think somebody went back in time or something like Shit. If that didn't happen, let me quit talking. <laughs> yeah, giving niggas ideas. Uh, 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 the traveling, time traveling Negro. But um, that's funny, too. We were talking about time travel, because uh, why does this conversation always come up with black people like... What time would you go back to? It is funny because I seen it like on an yeah. SNL sketch. Harriet Tubman, Demon Slayer. I knew I didn't make that up. Oh, you said vampire. I don't know. I it, it's it. a graphic novel mm-hmm. or a movie. Mm-hmm. I remember Abraham Lincoln, uh, Vampire Slayer. That shit was pretty cool. But I'm saying, yeah, take Harriet Tubman and make her a fucking like we've been doing our entire lives. Our make entire her all a each and every like we know she's a real person, but make her. Ha- Make her have superpowers and make her fight demons. Why like, the fuck not? She had, she was a real life motherfucking superhero. If you ask me, like is in, I think I, there's parts of me though I felt bad about about this with black trauma. I've been reading about this shit since I was a kid. Mm. Like, and I don't mean like a teenager. I mean like seven mm-hmm. or eight years old, because my parents introduced me to that before everything else. You had even the American. This is where a black trauma starts. You have the American Girl series, right? You probably don't even know anything about it, even though we were in the same goddamn generation. But it was American Girl books. You had Molly, Samantha, and somebody else. I don't fucking know. Because I didn't read them. But then you had, and they were normal girls. They had issues go on. They had, you know, they were, it were, they were period pieces. So some of them were in colonial America. Some of them were in post colonial. Um, some of them was in 1920. Because I'm thinking like Baby Sisters Club. <laughs> go ahead. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so you had all these, you had all these books. But then you had Addie. Addie was my first chapter book series well first it was richie rich but then it was addy i don't know i had this obsession with richie rich because i wanted to be rich then it was addy and i wanted every addy book there was but it was complete this is my first introduction to black trauma addy was addy was a slave oh that's like addy and then it was (laughs) this wasn't like oh she was a slave and then we waited a little while and then abraham abraham lincoln freedom no Addie was out squishing um, with the other slave children was out squishing uh, grasshoppers off the tobacco leaves. That was part of the book. Then her um, her dad stopped her mom from getting beat by the sharecropper or the the sharecropper slave owner. <laughs> by the slave uh, master stopped her. They all slept together in a bed made out of corn husk. Hmm. They ran away in the middle of the night and her mom almost drowned. They had to leave the youngest baby behind. Then they get to the north. 
<laughs> they escape. They get to the north. They eventually meet up with their her dad. That's not like the beginning of um. Their eyes are watching that. Uh, remember when she was talking about her mom? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, slight, not the beginning, but slightly different. But I get, I, I get what you're just the down. story of her mom, right? Um, and not knowing they was free. Yeah. So you, you have all of that happen. This is book one and two. Mm. For ages six through <laughs> eight, and I remember being the again the only black girl in my class, and none of the other the white girls ever gonna read Addie. I don't want to hear about Addie. And I would be doing book reports on it. Because this shit was like, do you see what Addie went through? And then they didn't have no money. And they had to sleep in the basement. And the the mom worked for a seamstress. Because that's what she did when she was in slavery. And they're looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, this was my superhero. Because I, <laughs> I was going to bring up something. Because it's not as poignant as what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But the, the 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 same like visceral reaction you're having, that's how I felt when I was looking at Blood Syndicate because I seen all these black superheroes. Explain what Blood Syndicate uh, is. It's a comic book uh, from um, DC back in the day, like early '90s. But they was black superheroes, and, and I say niggas because they was niggas, but because it's like I don't know who was writing or illustrating them, but they weren't like. Oh, I'm black. I grew up in the hood, but now I'm here to save people. They was like niggas with superpowers. Like that was that was their thing. My dream. <laughs> like they, uh, what happened in um, they was in the hood and like an explosion went off, so it gave everybody superpowers. If if anybody's familiar with Static Shock, that's kind of like his origin story. The the Bang Babies, that's what they call them. So it was the Big Bang, um, or not the Big Bang, but they call it the Bang. So Bang Babies were basically um. Niggas with superpowers. <laughs> uh, so, but I... That's going to be the intro for the next show. Uh, Who is this for? Niggas with superpowers. superpowers. Uh, boom. But, no, so I see what you're saying. So, yes, I did like Spider-Man. Yes, I did like all that other stuff. But then I'm like, here's this, this comic book. But, you know, he's drawn, dressed like I would dress, you know. and it's. But people say that. People want to perceive that as some sort of catering or whatnot. But it's like... Different realities, perspectives exist, and and I know this is primarily me in America, because I'm pretty sure I don't have to worry about seeing a Chinese character in China. I know I don't have to worry about seeing a, a Indian person in India, but it's something about being in America, and it's... It's just cool to see black people not being killed. And, and why does... It... <laughs> <laughs> And that's why I think we'd be so hyped about everything. Like I don't know if you've ever watched like a Nigerian movie, a movie not yeah. not the like the little they clips. Are DJs, and sh- it's funny. Yeah, if you watch one of their movies, it, I'll sit and sit and watch one just like just passing by and be like, God damn, this is good. And the reason why, because there's no black trauma in it. It's they hype. They 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 they're like. And then they bust out and dance in the movie. Yeah, I'm I was like, gonna say it's like spoofs, kind of. I'm like, I'm okay with this. This they is good. They spoof movies, but they just have fun and and they just, just they just have fun. It's too. niggas having fun. Well, not you know, not, not yeah. everybody's a nigga. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, but if you've listened to any of our other episodes, you we know we would find niggas. Yeah. So. Uh, and when it's a hard er, I'm referring to a white person. Wow. Okay. Cool. We'll take that. Yeah. Uh, they've made me uh, angry. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. So what I'll say about black trauma before you know we bring it to a close, I will say 
<laughs> and I've been listening to Marvin Gaye, Gil Scott, uh, Bob Marley for like a week, just trying to. Cause the shit, it, it does fuck with you, and I'm not saying that to be funny. And you're not trying to be happy. You're just trying really, to maintain. And I was gonna say that, like, that's another thing. Like, when you don't want to turn up, you know, it's some shit. Like, black people go through this thing. And it's like, I don't want to listen to nothing hype music. I don't want to laugh. That's why I'm chilling, listening to Marvin Gilsky. But yeah, you better than me, cause I couldn't listen to Marvin. Well, only because it's I can tell it's reminiscent of what I'm thinking. So I can listen you know, to what you're listening to. What's going on? What's going on? Okay. Mercy, mercy me, make me wanna holler. Trouble. It's reminiscent to where my thought pattern is now. Um, I feel like Trouble Man should be my theme song. <laughs> but <laughs> but <laughs> that nothing, sir. But no, it just puts me in a state of mind, and I'm just kind of like, we could, we could, and it, and I know it sounds cliche and hokey, but we got to get back to where. Prime example, when everybody showed up at that drill sergeant's door, we got to get back to that. Back in the day, you wouldn't, you couldn't cross one of us without crossing all of us. And I'm saying that in a, in a, in a, um, in like an aggressive sort of way. I'm saying as far as like how that happened, you were really picking on this Just boy. Again. Not having a disagreement. I mean, picking on this child, you know, like. No. Yep. And for two, and I think that's why that happened because everybody had, everybody black had an experience like that. And then this one happened to be recorded. It was like, motherfucker. Like and it was enough just. Is enough. It was the, you and know. You can see it. We, and that boy weighed 100 pounds soaking wet. Why is always. You've, in you've been in trouble. Like, if you don't get your, sit your roid rage ass down like, somewhere. Yeah. I can't stand I, I, I wish one of them would run up on I, me. I had a person. Message me and ask me. Well, what if it was a black drill sergeant? It wouldn't have happened like that. It would have probably been worse. It would probably would have been worse. It would have been worse. But old girl wouldn't have recorded it. We would have never known about it. Mm. And I say that because if the black drill sergeant did it in the south, it was three degrees of separation, just like it is around here. Mm. Somebody gonna tell somebody else who's mm-hmm. gonna. Pull his tail like motherfucker. Have you lost your mind? Don't put your hands on my son. Yeah. Then it becomes a black on black issue. Yeah. <laughs> but if, if it as a white person, the uh, pre- we talked about this last week. We didn't talk about it on the show, but we talked about it um, while we were doing God knows what. It was a wild week last week. Um, <laughs> well, the pre- you the two oppressed people coming at each other is one thing, but the oppressor. Attacking the oppressed are two totally different things. I don't even. We don't even even need to get into hyperbole. That's a that's a different story. Because it happened the way it happened, and it happened, and it happened because, because the child was black. It had everything to you do see with all race. The other kids running around that neighborhood it had everything to do so with race. Have, so it would. You're you're exactly right. They had a Law and Order episode all about this last week. Like it? Okay, I didn't see it, but you I need probably to, need to. You need to no, because it made it the whole it's trigger it, but. But, and, but it's it's funny though that episode the guy was a black uh we're, we gotta wrap this up okay <laughs> before blanche uh shoots me so okay it was a black dude she will too yeah she would uh, <laughs> it was a black dude who was in love with this white girl he this the white girl's stepdad they were a year apart the white girl's stepdad called the police and said hey 
uh, he's messing around with my underage daughter. Mm. He turned 18 three months before. Anyways, he takes the cop, takes the charge because the attorney told him to in bad advice. Mm. So he has to be on the sex offender mm. registry list at 19 years old. And he has to live in as part of his probation. He has to live in this predatory uh, housing. Another white girl comes up missing at the place that he works at. Mm. These white people take it into their own hands who are separate from the police. Go in and kill that boy. And it was for no reason. Because mm. they figured that he killed that white girl. And it wasn't him. Mm. It was, yeah. And, it, and it's just funny. Because they just automatically assumed. And this was just a TV show. This was written. Dick Wolf sometimes takes shit from the news. But I was going to say... That that's reminiscent of a few. St- that's reminiscent of that's Dan- like Rosewood, and, and Rosewood was based on a true story. Full circle. This is why old boy got dragged. Mm. All right, fair enough. This is fair why enough. old boy got dragged. Uh, and uh, I didn't want to seem like I was defending him, and if I thought I should have, I'm not against defending people. No, I believe it's, it. it's just I. I thought it was bigger issues, but now that I, I've, yeah, I've, I've, I've turned the corner. <laughs> turned the corner, but yeah, he just deserved donkey of the day. So we're gonna wrap this up. We're traumatized enough. Yeah, okay. um, we did closing this, words. Closing words. I'm word. not gonna say summation. Uh, but you did. Insummation. Insummation. We're tired. You keep hearing us saying this because we're getting more tired. You're not wearing us down, but Mm-mm. we are weary. I will say in summation, we got to get back to love. It's cliche. Shout out to Black Fresno real quick. Mm -hmm. If we keep on the same trajectory, the same trajectory, keep moving. This current generation is doing more than the last two. If we keep on the same movement, (laughs) then we. Because that was my second point. Like us, us, our generation, we need we need to continue doing this job because these Gen Zers. They're going to figure this shit out. Yeah. So we need to do our best. We need to do what the people before us did. We're old enough now to be like... The owners of shit. Yeah. We need to we need to facilitate and protect the younger generation. And I'm saying it for myself because, yes, I'm only in my 30s, but now I'm thinking. Like, it was You're niggas old. in their 30s was holding down shit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm talking about real life revolution shit. You're, yeah. Fred Hampton Fred was only Ham- what... 19 was a child so it's kind of like i take it to come in upon myself to look at myself we're in, in the we're in mlk's age bracket right yeah, now Yeah, he was 39 so we're, so i'm gonna do this is my outlet this podcast so i'm gonna say what i need and to we're say. not done yet this is just the start of the movement yeah. so. so let's just get back to love and let's do what we got and i ain't on no hippie shit fuck a nigga up if you gotta do but let's get back yeah, to love you gotta say, be somebody's when ass when i say that i mean be somebody's love, motherfucking ass but love yourself love yourself so you can love others and when i say your peoples so yeah. let's, i'm out let's keep it going black california let's make our ancestors proud and show these motherfuckers out so that's gonna wrap Come up this episode this mother thank Dude, i'm all that shit i'm gonna do so for the day we're gonna turn this mother out america Damn, I'm not drunk. I know you're not. But it's so funny. <laughs> All right, but thanks for tuning in. Make sure to check us out on IG Black Audacity Podcast and on our Facebook group because it's lit all yeah. the time. We're stupid. Thanks for all this love and support. We Peace definitely out. appreciate it. Adios. Go on a